2: Jeremy Harries, please. Hi, Josh. Thank you for taking the time to talk today. Um, looking at David Avenisian's career so far, obviously he's had a few losses. Um, I'm curious, looking at those losses, have you studied them, and and what have you learned from from witnessing those those performances?
3: Yeah, of course. Uh, you got to study. You got to study wins as well as his losses because, to be fair. Um, I always judge people on the best performance. I never try and take them off what what, the, the, what what performance looks looks the worst version of them. So I try to study him more on his recent form and, um, and where he's at. I feel like there's plenty of chinks in the arm. I can um, 100%, 100% sure in this fight so, and um, exploit. So I just can't wait to get in there on Saturday night.
2: As far as your, your last two performances, looking at Ray Robinson, tough fight, mm. tough fighter, tricky fighter, being a southpaw, mm. uh, Wiston Campos, what, what did you learn from those fights? And and is there any specific improvements that you're looking to show fans? Oh, there's huge
3: improvements being made from both fights. Um, Robinson went really under the radar. I mean, he's got a majority draw against Kavalowskis, so who knocked out David so, or stopped him. So... And um Rumson's really tricky um with experienced helper with with like a lot of range and he knows how to get there. I mean he's he's in camp with Jerome Ennis all the time, so them two guys there are top class and so I've took plenty of positives from that and thinking that was um, nearly two years ago now. Uh maturity has went up another level and um I've just learned I've learned a lot. I've gained a lot of experience from
2: that fight. Huge. Final question from me. Uh, I know talking with Carl Graves, uh, Evanesian's trainer just now, I asked him about where you rank on, on David's resume so far, Mm -hmm. and they put you lower on the list than, than some of the top names. Um, Mm -hmm. is this getting personal for you, um, all the time and things that have gone on in this time?
3: Not at all. Not, not, not for me, not for me, not personal at all. It's a job, it's a business. Um, they might take it personal. And if they do, then they're gonna they're gonna fall into a, a big trap because emotions in the boxing ring shouldn't be should be shouldn't be there. It should just be all you gotta go, got leave the emotions outside the ring. So listen, I'm happy to take it personal I just put a smile on my face going and win on
2: Saturday. Sounds good. Thank you Josh and best of luck. Thank you brother.
4: Thanks Jeremy if you go to Danny Flexon from seconds out next
0: please. Hey mate are you doing?
3: What's happening, bro? you good?
0: Yeah, I'm good. How
3: are you? Oh, good. Oh, good, my man.
0: Glad to hear it. Um, this fight's been on again, off again. You've had yeah. to travel down from where your family are to work in Surrey with Adam Booth, of course. Yeah. And it's a growing young family as well. How hard yeah. has it been to leave them behind, particularly now you've got two kids
3: rather than just the one? Yeah, it's, of course it's hard. It's, it's, I mean... I mean, I think people going to work on the morning, leaving the kids for a day. Sometimes they they, they miss them going to work for one day. Do you know what I mean? But I've got to... To be honest, uh, this fight is totally took focus off everything else. It's just I've been laser focused for this fight. When I've been in the gym, it feels like nothing else exists. So I've been living in a little flat down Surrey um, next to the gym. So it's been perfect for me. Uh, I've just been switched in and switched off sort of thing so it's been it's been uh, it's been a, it's been a perfect camp
0: We had um, Cole Greaves on just before you he said the one thing the main reason he can't see you beating his man is that you won't be able to deal with the intensity that David yeah. Avanizian brings that he, he'd be very surprised if you meet David head on what, what do you make of those comments?
3: Well them who don't know must feel, my friend or. So... I think you're going to feel out on Saturday. David will walk into some shots and think, I can't keep pressing him like this. And if he does, the better for me. Because I've trained for the highest pressure fight of my career. I'm ready for the pressure. So, I, it turns out, the better it is for me. But everything in my army to, um, to beat David on Saturday. And I'm spectacular doing it.
0: And have you done anything differently in preparation this time around? Because we saw the pictures view what, last week or the week before... Looked in phenomenal shape. You always look in good yeah. shape, but that was another level. It's thing. Yeah. What what was changed, if anything?
3: Mindset, maturity, um, nutrition, everything. I've stepped up another level. Like I went up another gear, found a different gear. To everything. Uh, I mean, has the time elapsed between the first? fight what was ever meant to happen and now done me good yes of course has, has it done him good I'm not sure he's boxed two he's boxed Kerman Laraga who's looked green at the weird twice and was beating him the first time got stopped and he's beat uh, he's beat the sort of a guy who just couldn't lay it down I mean that's for me but I'm expecting the hardest fight in my life so um brings that to you on man great stuff well good luck my man thank you brother
4: Thanks, Danny. If we go to Declan Taylor from the Independent
5: next, please. Hi, Josh, how are you, mate?
3: Yes, all good, bro, all good. Good.
5: Just picking up on what you were saying there about your setups now down in in your flat by the gym, how long have you been sort of in there, um, maybe since since the pandemic started nearly a year ago? How long have you been up here or
3: down here, as it were? Um, So I moved into the flat near enough, of time. Um, after everything really got moving and everyone got back in the gym, etc., I was traveling. But I was traveling to the gym a lot before that, and then moved in from there. So just been, it just basically um, locked in really from from then. So it's been laser focused. So I can't say I haven't left any stone unturned.
5: Was it was it nice before that spending a bit of time with your boys and your missus and stuff and, yeah, and not being away for a bit?
3: Yeah, it felt like you'd. You, you didn't have anything on your mind like you didn't have any obviously it was hard because I was probably in the best shape in my life previously going into that fight what got pulled in March so in the in the main pandemic so it was hard for me it was sort of like I had a sort of grave over it in a sense because I just uh, I'd put all that work in and obviously it went, it went down the fan again but um and no fault of my own this time. So this time round it feels like I've achieved a lot and I've gone up another level. I didn't think i would be a little bit from the last camp because the that camp went so perfect. But this time it's just it's uh, it's sort of God's blessed this and I feel like I'm I'm ready to take on this challenge massively.
5: And can you just talk a little bit about what the um what your days and weeks look like in camp? Because obviously it's it's normally a pretty sort of lonely and obviously one sided existence, mm. but during a lockdown it's even even more so. What, uh, what are
3: you sort of doing in your time out of the gym? Mate, you've just got to keep yourself busy. Um, I, got, I, I managed to invest in a PS, PS5, PS so I managed to get one of them, um, take myself off that, uh, go for some walks, switch off, just basically basically sort of find more out about yourself. Um, that's what I did. It suited me down the ground. I feel like you've grown up a lot in this camp in particular. hundred percent. Massively, I think a lot of people. um I was the youngest to turn over out of out of anybody from the Olympics or out of the Team GB. So I was twenty, I, I forgot I was twenty one or twenty two. I'm only twenty six now. So I mean, I've still got a lot of maturing to do, but I feel like this time in camp, physically, you can see I've matured. Mentally, I've matured, and everything's sort of coming into its uh, into its sort of prime few years now.
5: Just the last one, I just asked Carl whether he thought that you'd be a better fighter or a different fighter now than you were back in December 2018 when the first fight was supposed to happen. He said, probably not really. I'm guessing you, you feel a lot
3: different. <laughs> That's all that needs to be said. That's lovely work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, I haven't changed whatsoever, so keep it like that. <laughs> Guinness on the go there, Josh. Well, i the Irish coffee. It's the way <laughs> forward.
4: Nice Cheers. Thanks for your time. Thank you, brother. Cheers. Thanks, Dick. If we go to Matt from behind the gloves, next, please.
6: Hiya, Josh. Thanks for joining us. You are right, mate? It's been a long time coming this fight. It seems to have been talked about forever. Um, The fact that it's been pushed back so many times, is it difficult to stay disciplined, stay focused? as well? that, obviously, disappointment of it falling you through?
3: Um, During the first lockdown, I'd say it was harder because, because of just... It was so full on, like we didn't know when we were coming out. So we was sort of like, well, what's happened there? Like, we've lost everything, we lost all the momentum. But going into um, the second half of the year, I just switched my mind on and went, listen, you've got to, the fight's here, you've got to, the fight's there that to we took, you know what I mean? So just get, get into camp and get yourself ready. So I, that's what I did, and that's what I have done since.
6: You recently, I've seen in an online interview, you said that you're the underdog and you enjoy being the underdog. Mm. Does that give you extra motivation, the fact that you feel like you could prove a lot of people wrong?
3: Um hmm. there's always motivation in proving people wrong. I've always got a point to prove like I love proving people wrong. I love I just love it. But at the end of the day, um I've gone there with one thing in my mind, one thing in my mind only all the time is to win and be the best I can be in there and and just you come out, me and him come out healthy and safe, and go back our families healthy and safe, and that's obviously the main thing for everything. But I know, I know on Saturday I'll be, I'll be walking away with that European title. There's two, it's been, um it's been a good camp.
6: Final one from me, just just before you go. Um, right now, welterweight division is red hot this year. Everyone's hoping we get to see the likes of Errol Spence versus Terence Crawford. Who do you believe is the number one well to in the world right now, currently?
3: Crawford. Crawford. Yeah, Crawford. Bro. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of good attributes. The fact that he unboxes good in South Pole kind of an orthodox position. I feel like he's a threat to a lot of boxes. Yeah. Good luck for Saturday, Josh. Appreciate you. My man, thank you, bro.
4: Thanks, Matt. If we go to James Lopton from Pro Boxing Fans next, please. Uh, 28. just
6: Um, In terms of this fight, obviously, it's been a long time in the making. The first fight, when that was originally announced, Avenissian was coming off a loss. Mm -hmm. Now he's coming back from three stoppage wins. Mm -hmm. You don't sound too impressed by those wins. But for him, his confidence should be high. Mm -hmm. Does that make him more dangerous?
3: Um, On Saturday night, no. But in mindset, it could be. I mean... It could be his downfall as well, thinking that he's gonna be able to walk through us, which would not be the case because I'm a lot bigger and I'm a lot I'm a lot stronger than he thinks. I'm a big big one four seven. So when I get in there, I think he'll feel it. So yeah.
6: Um with yourself, your name is always linked with Connor Ben, mm. also recently Kel Brook. With these mm. carrots being daggled in front of yourself, does that add more pressure to you going forward?
3: No, not at all, me. Um end of the day going throughout history, there's been Someone's got to win and someone's got to lose. And um, if it be a football, tennis, boxing, rugby, whatever it is. So, it is what it is. You've got, I've just got to just get through one fight at a time and win this one. So man. Best of luck. thank you.
4: Thanks, James. Go to Ron Lewis from Boxing Scene. Next, please.
1: Hi, Josh. Uh Liking the beard, by the way. i take it that's coming off for Saturday,
3: isn't it? I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. Like I look a bit more angry with a beard on, so... <laughs>
1: obviously when you turn pro I mean it's part of being in the sort of like room sort of sky thing that there was a lot of hype and a lot of talk about you how, how, how did you know you sort of cope with that because um, you were sort of a young lad then and, and you know people were already chucking titles of future world champion at you when you, you know, hardly laced up some gloves yeah. as a pro
3: how, how did you cope with that and, and has it got easier over time it's got a lot easier over time at the start of year like you said, you're just a kid and you, you're thinking, oh my God, look at this, look at that, who's coming to that, he's coming to this, this and this, but as you get older, you realise that nothing really, nothing of that really matters, it just it matters what you do in the ring, nothing really matters, no talking, no nothing, just like, it only matters what you do inside that ring, so, um, I don't really take a lot of the compliments to heart, I don't take none of the negative to heart, I just try and sail through, neutral, so, a lot of what people see, um, as you get more experienced, you look at it and you you see through it. The people who talk more have got more you, you sort of cipher through and you find out what the what the um what <laughs> they start dropping some some shit there now and again, do you know what I mean? So you can see through it. So the more you talk, the more you just end up um throwing yourself under the bus. So I just I just like to let people talk and let people then um, do their thing and I'll get through it.
1: Was that something you used to struggle with, though? Obviously, not just as a as a young pro, but mm. you know, in the amateurs as well. When when you, you know you burst onto the scene and and mm. you know you were off the team for a bit and that sort of thing, mm. was 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 people talking about you something you you
3: you know took it took getting used to, say? So? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm. I'm mature. I'm a, I'm a lot more mature now. I've turned into a man. Like I've got two kids, got a family. You know what's priorities. and you know all what's not. As a kid, you you just, especially going up from something, you're just bursting on the scene and everything's mad. And you're just like, whoa, what's this all about? But now it's, I'm settled down and married. I've got I know got future goals. I have got short term goals. Got long term goals. So I just need to focus on that and keep myself as happy as I can.
1: This fight though, will we'll stick you in a pretty. You know, elevated position in the mm-hmm. rankings. Do you ever talk about, about you know, beyond this two or three fights you might be in with a, a Crawford or a Spence or something like
3: yeah, that? 100%, yeah, 100%. I've got goals and I'll speak them freely. I, I feel like i a 100%, I feel like I will beat Avenition and then the next fight after that will be Gobel and Conor Ben. And then after that, I think it'll be a big one at the end of the year, but I will win, I will win this fight and then I will beat. The next fight, uh, the next, the next opponent, and for for what we're a big fight at the end of year. That's my belief, anyways.
1: Excellent, Take care, Josh. My man, thank you. Thanks, Ron.
4: If we go to Steve from Boxing UK, please.
1: Hi, Josh. It's Steve from Boxing UK. What's happening, mate? Hello, mate. Live from Grindon here.
3: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Hello, mate. Um, Josh. Since the first cancellation, you've had a lot of flack and accusations thrown your way. Have you taken them personally, and will it be any? Will it make Saturday any sweeter if you do the business?
3: Of course, it'll make it sweeter, but I don't. I've not. I never take anything personal through boxing because when it's all said and done, everyone, everyone normally, hooks it out and all that anyway. So to be honest with me, I just it's back and forth, and it just nothing really matters until we get in there Saturday. Like, of course, it builds the fight, and of course, you get people interested, but. Until we trade punches inside here, nothing matters.
1: And you've talked about your goals, mate. And on mm-hmm. about Conor Ben next, is one of the goals sooner rather than later to come up here and have a fight at the stadium? I like.
3: Yeah, that's the next. I think that will be the next fight. If I can fight in the stadium, I like that. would be if the crowds are back, I'll get there next.
1: Good man. Best of luck on Saturday, Josh. Thank you, mate.
4: Thanks, Steve. If we go to Davinda from the Boxing Voice next, please.
6: Hey Josh, how's it going? You okay?
3: All good, man. All good.
6: Good stuff. Uh, just a couple of questions from me. Uh, first of all, uh, Connor Ben, your name being linked with him. Um, clearly, you focused on David Avinesium on Saturday night. Mm. Um, in regards to beating David Avinesium, first of all, what kind of weaknesses do you see in him that you can exploit? How do you, how do you beat him?
3: Well, if I told you that, I'd be telling you everything, wouldn't I? <laughs> Letting everyone know. <laughs> I feel as though I'm going to stop David. Everyone's going to be shocked when I say that, but I'm, I'm punching harder than ever, so I'm going in there to stop David on Saturday.
6: And just on Conor, Ben, as well, did you uh, see his performance against Formula and how much did you rate that performance?
3: Yeah, he did what he needed to do against the against a um, tough, tough, graded opponent, so well done. Good stuff. Hopefully that fight happened soon. Man, hundred percent. Good stuff. Thanks a lot, Josh. Excuse
4: me. Okay, go to Ames from Boxing News TV next,
7: please. Ames from Boxing News TV. Pleasure to meet you, Josh. How you doing? You alright, mate? All good. Yeah, I'm not too bad. All I'm not good. too bad. Um, look, you are considered to have like a bright future in the sport. Mm. But the time that the fight was first announced, the delay, and the fight now finally being on domestically, mm-hmm. your rivals have been in the ring and have taken some of the spotlight from you. Connor yeah. Ben Spark had done his last performance. Chris Congo claimed the title in a good fight and is in another good fight with McKinson. Likewise, McKinson is putting himself in the same uh, same position to get that shot. Looking at the domestic scene and your rivals there, do you put yourself back on the top of the pack in the eyes of the fans with a win against David and get the spotlight back on yourself?
3: I'll put myself there now anyways, but it doesn't matter if the win... It, it, the win will obviously consolidate that. I'll be European champion and I'll be above domestic level, but... Um, me personally, I believe I'm at the top of the pile. Anyways, is it this? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, um, I'm improving all the time. I, I, I'm, improving all the time. The fights won't take in the big fights and not, and not, am not like any of little steps in right directions. These are big fights. I mean, the Robinson fight. I don't think people really grasped how big that fight was. Mm. Um, like Madison Square Gardens, ten fight against a, a pro like that who just who drew against was on the wrong end of the draw and see what Kavalausis did there Avernitian and Crawford and he performed well so I mean that speaks for itself I think I feel like I am there but um, if if this win if means then people will start putting us on top again then the match but we've got to put us on top so
7: I think in the midst of what's happened with the delay the back and forth with Neil Marsh Adam Booth and that like looking at mm. the direction from some of the fans there's been some angst towards like your side of the team because of that today, mm. but I wanted to know if you think like fans might be underappreciating the fact that you're going up against what would be seen as the toughest opponent compared to your domestic rivals' opponents' names today. Do you do you see that? Do you feel that underappreciation?
3: Well, yeah, but like I said previously, I think that you've got to you've got to just. In this boxing game, you'll um, you be loved one day and you be hated the next, like mm. everyone says, so, or you could be hated one day and you'll be loved the next. So you can't be taking nothing to heart. You've got to just ride the wave, as they say, and, um, and keep you, keep yourself focused on your craft. Like, just don't be thinking about what this man's saying, that man's saying, or this guy here, or that guy there, just go into the gym and get your stuff done as long as you're improving and making, making strides in the gym, then it should show out on the fight.
7: Is the inactivity like finally behind you now?
3: Um, I mean, I think the inactivity was probably it's been due to the COVID, really. To be fair, but I thought December was ready to fight March, so I was going to be fighting March, then straight back in in June, July time. So obviously that prolonged it the COVID, and then this is the first fight since that. So. If you think of things it's been more to do with the COVID than this situation in myself, I really wanted to hold out to try and see if there's any crowds coming back, but there hasn't been, so just gotta get it on.
7: And look, I appreciate this won't be in your mind, but I would like to ask, what does a loss mean for you? I won't lose. Appreciate the job. All the best of the My weekend. Man. Thank you, All no
4: right. Okay, I'll just give it one moment in case we get any final questions for Josh. Um Just a reminder: any more questions, just drop me a message. Um I'm back. Dan, I've actually got one quick one if you can. Yeah, uh, Deck, could we just uh, we'll finish on you, mate. So Josh, after this one, mate, we'll we'll let you get off. all right? really appreciate it. Oh, well
5: just one. Yeah. Just I just wanted to ask about um the obviously boxing in front of nobody. Yeah. um How how are you planning on dealing with that? Are, are you you know? We saw what happened to Josh Warrington at the weekend. How Mm. combat that? How do you even go about trying to think about what that's going to be like?
3: Uh, We've we've done a lot, done a lot to emulate that. So I've done a lot to emulate that. Yeah, done a lot to emulate it because see, the thing is, with a crowd, it can either give you energy or draw your energy. Either one, it can have a negative or positive effect depending on which way the crowd swings in the fight. Um, And if you let that get you, so. I mean, I think personally, David's a crowd fighter. I think he likes to go against a big crowd and silence them. And, I've, and going over to the Raga's place and everything else, I think he loves it. I think he does really love a good crowd there and get that sort of energy behind him as he pushes, as he tries to push forward. But with me, I feel like I'm boxing anyway. But we have done a lot of emulation in the gym, so... I'm, how, have you, how
5: have you emulated you
3: know? that? Well, that's a secret. We kind of let that one out, you <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> Nah, no, we've done we've done a lot of prep. So I just can't wait man. Saturday can't come quick enough. See the thing is, with me, fight weeks a drag, but then the best part Friday and Saturday just just flies by. So it's it's, it's like, what can you do? Do you know what I mean? I wanna I wanna enjoy the, the fight night in the um in the build up the fight night, but I can't really. I've got the fight week to, to to get to get through. So it's like Fight week. I enjoyed the fight. I want the fight night to last forever, so I can't, I can't wait to get in there Saturday. I need to get in there Saturday. Yeah.
4: Thanks again. Nice one. My man. Really, Really appreciate your time, Josh. Um, some great answers there. We'll see you in the bubble later this week, mate.
3: Yes, 100%. I'll right, catch you up, boys. See you Take in a bit. Bye bye. Bye bye.
5: Sports Social Podcast Network.